This is how I win. I'm your cheerleader, honey boy. That was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. And the Oscar goes to... Parasite. This is how I win. Welcome to another edition of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. On today's episode, we've got a jam-packed show for you guys, where we're going to do Guess the Cinema Score for The Invisible Man. We're going to do our review of Social Network, and then we have some exciting news regarding a new uh, bracket contest that we are going to run through the month of March. And we're going to also unveil our picks for this said contest a little bit later. As always, I am joined by my tag team partner, Jacob. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm fine. A little under the weather, but that's just because it's been cold and rainy. Um, hoping that the Wi-Fi up in Canada works this week. Yeah, me too. Right now, we're, we're, we're going strong. I am back in Canada for another week. Um, the weather's actually a little bit more nice up here than it was last time. It was like negative six last time and snowy. Uh, this time, we're at about dude, a cool, brisk 24 degrees. So <laughs> so just a little bit of a difference. Oh, so no difference. Yeah, so that and then you have the factor of the right now in Nashville, it's raining for the 7,000th consecutive day. So I'm not missing that at all. Um it's been pretty fun, obviously, with the with the contest between it's down to Social Network and Parasite. The votes are still coming in. Um, Parasite, I mean, Social Network has got a slight lead right now. But, folks, what we, we're going to cover Social Network because we have very recent reviews of Parasite up on the website. So you can check out both Jacob and I's reviews of the movies on the website. So with that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right into the cinema score for Invisible Man. We are moving on to Guess the Cinema Score segment brought to you by NashvilleNoise.com. All genre music, entertainment, lifestyle, online publication, bringing you everything that's making noise in Nashville. Obviously, we have the remake on board this week of The Invisible Man. I have seen reviews all over the board for this. Jacob, I am interested to see what you think our final cinema score is going to be because, I mean... It's one of those weird films, in my opinion, that it could be high, could be low, could be middle ground, but it's it's going to be a little bit hard to predict. I think it is, but I'd like your thoughts. Okay, so, you know, this year we've got The Grudge with an F. We've got The Turning with an F. We've got uh, the new movie that just came out. I don't even see it up here. Um, we've gotten some pretty bad scores from recent horror movies. Uh, Fantasy Island got a C minus, so never mind. People like that trash movie. Um, but yeah, I I agree. I don't know. See, I personally think Invisible Man might actually be good. Um, so I'm going to go. Let's just say a B. I'm just going to go a solid B. Will be the initial cinema score. Uh, I, I, you know, I've kind of wavered back and forth. B was kind of my first initiate, uh, initial thought thought process behind it. Um, I've kind of gone from there from like a C plus. I'm going to go B minus. Um, I think it's going to be a little decisive, divisive, and that's the reason why I kind of went with a little bit of a lower score here. Um, I don't think I think it's going to be liked, but I don't think it's going to be loved, and that's why I kind of settled for the B minus score right there. 
I'm to be honest, with you, I'm looking forward to it. The trailers have been pretty good. The, the trailers have done a good job of selling me on the film as a collective whole. So I'm interested in seeing it myself. I, I'm kind of, um, you know, Sonic was really good. I mean, but I want a I want a good thriller in my life that I can really enjoy from this year. Um, it's been very hit and miss at the box office for these this year. I mean, obviously we know we're in January and February, and it's kind of the rough time of the year. We can't always have the perfect film come out. But at the same time, it would be nice for movies to start coming out in January or February that are actually good. I mean, there's been a lot more misses than there have been hits. I thought Fantasy Island was going to be decent, and boy, was I ever wrong on that. Um, Photograph wasn't too bad, but I need Invisible Man to be a good movie. Um, Jacob, I just need it to be a good movie. Yeah, it, it really it sucks that Jordan Peele took a year off because for some reason he loves releasing his movies in uh, February. And, you know, it's like this year we didn't get a Marvel movie in, fe- in you know, February, March time-ish. Um, Jordan Peele didn't release anything. So it's really like the things that we've been geared to think about the past few years um, as like the one good February, March release really just ha- didn't come this year, um, which has really sucked because the movies that have been out so far have put a really strong damper on what ended 2019 just so well, so perfectly. It's just started so weak this year. Yeah, and we do have a couple of, uh, of you know movies coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, Onward's coming out in two weeks, and then of course you have you know the way back, which is probably going to be the best movie of 2020. So you know, we've got some opportunity for growth in the near future, and I am looking forward to seeing kind of what those movies bring to the table. All right, Jacob, let's talk social network. Um, we both rewatched this film in the last, I think, 40, 24, 48 hours, and revisiting it was just amazing i the, the funny thing about it is is um like one of the first lines that comes out whenever they're sitting i thought the date like the uh date scene at the beginning of the movie was just so just perfectly crafted and well written and I, my just one of my favorite lines of the whole movie is dating you is like dating a stairmaster i i i love that line and for me Let's let's kick it off with the acting. Let's we could talk the acting first. Let's kind of dissect it a little bit, a little bit different than we normally do. Maybe we'll just talk about the acting first, and and kind of like we talked about this a little bit together. But kind of give me your thought process behind maybe who you thought was the MVP of the film, somebody the performances you liked, and maybe some of the performances that aren't necessarily um, talked about as much as the other ones are. Um, yeah, so for me, I mean, Jesse Eisenberg was great. Um, very, you know, deserving of his Oscar nomination. Um, in a year where, personally, I think James Franco should have won, but it doesn't matter because neither Jesse Eisenberg or James Franco won. Colin Firth won um, for The King talking. Um, but to be honest, I think Andrew Garfield was kind of the standout of the entire movie. I think um, he... You know, I think he had the best. It was hard because Jesse Eisenberg played such a constraint role in Mark Zuckerberg. Um, You know, someone who definitely thought or talked before he thought. Um, But I think Andrew Garfield having to play um, kind of his best friend in a sort of way was in a way it kind of like 
counteracted and he was really like i mean andrew garfield was basically us the entire movie like he was trying to catch up with everything he was saying and i think he portrayed that very well and then he gave the best scene of the entire movie when he comes in and breaks the laptop and starts yelling at him after he gets his shares diluted i mean it was just the that whole scene it might be one of the best just scenes of the decade um and then another person who doesn't get enough credit at all is justin timberlake i mean they casted justin timberlake who didn't really have too many acting roles in my eyes that i can really think of um and he just blew it out of the water i mean he he gave an oscar nominated performance himself and so i think just the acting top to bottom was just incredible in this film it really was there was a very uh, a variety of you know kind of in-depth performances um that i really liked in this film even like doug urbanski he played the guy that was like the the main was it like the president or something like of stanford or whatever right like the five the five minutes he was on the film like i just really loved his banter banter back and forth with like the winklevoss brothers like it was a very good segment like you expected him to kind of buckle to the Winklevoss brothers, like, oh, we've got all this money, blah, 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 blah. And he just kind of gave it back to them and kind of made them feel small, even though it, it was, you know, they kind of had a point in a way. But, like, you're right. I mean, for me, Eisenberg, he was the MVP of this film. But the thing about it was, is, like, for me, it's like a 1A, 1B scenario between him and Garfield. Like, they were just both phenomenal. They had fantastic scenes together that they just... Like, when they were having the mediation uh, sessions, like, they their back and forth was just so on point. And, and um, I'm trying to remember the scene right now. But when, we're, when you're watching it and it's like they go back and forth, he's like, oops, my bad or whatever. And it was like they were talking about yeah, – Yeah, uh, it's when they were talking about um, the chicken. Yeah. And, uh, and then Andrew Garfield kind of goes through and he, like, drops yeah. some, like, bad stuff on uh, – about – mark zuckerberg and then he's like then the the guy's like oh he actually didn't want us to tell him that yeah he's like oops yeah and then like he gave but then whenever zuckerberg gave it back to him and that was zuckerberg you know he was being nice there that was like the one of those moments where you kind of saw him and the whole thing like it's kind of funny to me because then like timberlake he was a baller. And the funny thing you said that you mentioned probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie, that the whole laptop scene was just, man, that was a, that was, uh, it was a great piece of filmmaking. The writing on it was perfect. And just the way that, you know, he was ruthless in a way that you had never seen his character be yet. You know what I mean? You hadn't seen that out of, um, Eduardo yet. And it was awesome. Like it was just, it was kind of mind blowing. And, and like the, the yeah, it was something that like you could definitely see. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. You know, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's something like you could definitely see like building up. You know, like he just he kept taking punches and taking punches, and especially from like I said, from someone who definitely spoke before he thought, and might not have meant everything he said the way it came out, but. You know, just because his brain, I mean, his brain literally just was working so fast and he had so many thoughts and you could just see all the punches Saverin was taking um, just to like have it culminate and just explode in that one moment was just incredible. 
Yeah, and the thing about it was, it kind of blew my mind. Like, the cast is so loaded. Like, you know, with with kind of small, minute roles as well. Like, Dakota Johnson's in it, and then Rashida Jones is in it. You know, Runa Mari's in it, and it's like Army Hammer's in it. Like, it is really loaded with some fantastic talent. And and everybody really just plays their part. And the acting in this was phenomenal. And that and it's kind of the segue to kind of the writing and directing aspect of it. I think this is... It, the, the film's really showcased in the writing the writing is so beautiful and it's so just sorkin just wrote a knockdown drag out amazing film and the things that i really liked about when you peel back the layers of the film you are semi rooting for zuckerberger but semi rooting against him but you really never really liked the winklevoss brothers even though you kind of feel bad and then I feel like the only person that you genuinely cared kind of what happened was, you know, Eduardo, that he was the only one that you kind of felt like was never really, you know, never really that guy that you wanted anything bad to happen to, obviously. But like Zuckerberger in the movie was like, you know, he was just smart and 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 calculating and manipulating and, and captivating all the same time. But then, like, you kind of felt bad for him in a way. And then at other moments, you're like, God, he really was a piece of crap. And it's just like the way that Sorkin kind of put those pieces together and the way that Fincher then put them together, you know, from the script, it it really just blew my mind because of how great the film was from start to finish. Yeah, no, I agree. The the writing is really what... I feel like drove the film um and we all know Sorkin loves dialogue which isn't really something a lot of screenwriters really do or like to do but it really helps bring out the acting I think with having so much dialogue in it and the social network really was kind of his breakout film role too I mean he had Charlie Wilson's war before and he wrote the screenplay for a few good men but other than that he was really just a tv uh, writer, and so it was the Social Network. Um, I'm pretty sure he won the Oscar, and then Moneyball the next year he got nominated. Then his next film after that was Steve Jobs. So it was just like bang, 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 um, just kept pumping out just incredible screenplays back and forth. All of them dialogue heavy, just incredible written screenplays. That's what makes me so excited for the Trial of, uh, of the Chicago Seven, is because he finds ways to make kind of thrillers out of very generic biopic films Uh, like the social network it's a movie about you know computers and social media and he makes like a political thriller like a film that has actually like scary scenes almost in it um and writes them just so incredibly well and that's you know i think this is what really drove the film for me you know with me personally i wasn't a huge fan of army hammer's performance um which brought the film down a little bit but then you know getting in the writing like you still like you still love the performance they're giving almost just because of how the lines they're delivering and you know just overall this is this kind of work it just it's something that's really unique um when it comes to film and when it comes to screenwriting in film yeah, the funny, the crazy thing about Sorkin, I mean, with you can just look at what he's wrote. You know what I mean? 
from a few good men to you know sports night to West Wing to um, you know like you said Charlie Wilson's award and then you have Moneyball my and he's and he wrote one single handedly one of my favorite television shows ever made in the newsroom um, that show was phenomenal I I genuinely genuinely wish that the newsroom was on television right now just the way the political aspect is. Um, I think that show would have been a knock out of the ballpark um, right now, which I know I'm getting off subject, but whatever. Um, I just love his writing. You're right. He makes you care about things that you probably normally wouldn't really care about, and that's what makes his writing so unique and so great. And then, I mean, obviously we would be remiss not to talk about the score. I mean, Trent Reznor's score is 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 perfect. It is perfect. And... And it, it gives you that element of a very metal, you know, just a mellow theme to it at times. And then at other times you feel like, you know, you're right. It's it's kind of like there's some haunting scenes in this movie that you don't recognize are so haunting at first. And then you're kind of like, wow, this is, this is correct. Like this is, this is really rough and this is rough around the edges and it's hard and it's hard to watch. And it's, I don't know, for me, it was just kind of. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording and hosting. And distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And ridiculously easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if all if you've always wanted to start a podcast making money to do it, go to anchor.fm slash start. To join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Beautiful to watch. All right, folks, with March Madness right around the corner, Jacob came up with a great idea for our new contest. Give it to him, buddy. Okay, so for the last one, you know, of course, it was the end of the decade. We did the best of the decade, um, which to kind of recap that you know it went great um the voting went great and actually the social network came out on top which was ricky's pick and it was ricky's number five seed the social network beat parasite which was ricky's number three seed i messed up all that stuff and i'm gonna fix it with the next one that way we each have a film in the championship round but for the best of the decade the social network did beat parasite um for our next bracket because it is march madness like you said we are going to do a favorite sports movies of all time um you know anything that's an athletic sport and you can argue against you know different things um you know it's something ricky and i've been putting together for a little bit now and uh, you know these bracket showdowns we want to keep doing because it's a way to get you know the audience involved and it's a way to get people on twitter involved with the podcast and so um i'll kick it back to ricky and let him start with his number one film oh oh we're we're ready for me for my number one. Oh, oh, you really put me in the spot right here my yeah, I'm making you make a decision i know you're making me make a decision my number one is actually rocky oh i knew i should have picked mine first Oh, I knew I should have picked mine first. Wow, what's yours? Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. 
What's your number one? My number one was Rocky. <laughs> but I have to change it now. So my number one is going to be Friday Night Lights. Friday Night That's fantastic. Oh, man. You regret letting me go first. All right. What is your number yeah, two, though? I was trying to be nice. My number two is The Karate Kid. Oh, my God. What a terrible movie. <laughs> it's not terrible, really. What? I didn't mean it like that. I'm just like, it's... The, this is the Jaden Smith one, by the way. The what? Complete, complete joke. Complete joke. <laughs> I said it was the Jaden Smith one. <laughs> I was about to... I was about to stop the podcast and probably cancel the podcast for the rest of our lives. <laughs> my number, my no, number, no way. My number two is the wrestler. Okay, okay. And so then another one. And then my number three off of that um, would be um, would be Creed. Oh, so you took both of them. I was going to pick Creed next um, just because you picked Rocky. Okay, so you stole both of them. <laughs> um, well, my next one is going to actually be Moneyball uh, for my number three. Oh, God. Mm. That one hurts. That one hurts. Yep. That hurts. And then, so the wrestler, the wrestler was my number five. So I'm actually going to have to go with... Invictus for my number four. Don't have to worry about me taking that one. Yeah, um, that one. I, I really thought. I really thought against it for a long time. That's why I put it in at my number six. But you know, two of mine have already gotten stolen, so I had to. I had to make some different moves. You had to get creative. I understand. Actually, three of mine have gotten stolen. Um, so, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go with. Do you know what's crazy? I'm going to follow suit here. I've already got two boxing movies. I'm going to go to third. I'm going to go The Fighter. Okay. That one's fine. That one wasn't on my list. Phenomenal film. Uh, I'm sorry. Then I got I got another one, right? I go five. Um, for me, I'm going to go the best basketball movie ever made, and that's White Man Can't Jump. You know... Let me type this up and then, you know, I don't think I have a basketball movie on here at all. Hmm. Um, my next one, so my number five was actually my number seven. It's going to be uh, Warrior. The That's MMA, yep. Tom Hardy. It's yeah. a fantastic movie. Almost um, made the cut. Gosh. And... My number six. Uh, okay, so my number six is gonna be I Tonya. Oh, that's a solid, solid choice. My number six, I'm gonna go with Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, that's okay. I I like that. I really like that one. I didn't even think about that one. Oh, and then I'm sorry, I'm, I'm number seven now too, yes. Okay, so number seven, I'm going to go with, ooh, this is, it's, getting, it's getting good now, you know what I mean? I've got, a, I've got a core here that I like. 
I do think I want to thank you for letting me go first, by the way, because it would have been roles would have been reversed and I would have had a really scramble for some new ones. So I'm going to go with uh, Remember the Titans. Oh, not on my list. <laughs> you can have that one every day of the week. That, that Don't don't slander that movie. I will hang up and never talk to you. All right. So you are on to number seven. All right. So, gosh, man, I was going to have Creed up there. Um. So my number seven, I don't want it to be this one. Because <laughs> uh, I know, okay. Mm. Okay. My number seven, I'm making, a, I'm making a game time decision. My number seven is actually going to be Undefeated, uh, the documentary. Undefeated? And my number eight is this is a complete game time decision. I'm going down my list. It's actually going to be Happy Gilmore. Ugh. <laughs> you don't have to worry about either one of those being on my list. All right. So um, my next, my number eight is going to be my second. Well, actually, it's my second uh, second football movie on here. But I'm going to go with Replacements. Oh, such a... F- that's a good one i really thought for a while i was very i was verging on a varsity blues being in there oh man i completely Um, forgot about that movie golly yeah okay so i'm okay i've got one more right yep yeah i do nope that's eight that's eight yeah i've got one more to go then it's going to be back to your turn no we just we did our top eight oh that's our top eight oh hold on yeah i forgot about that Oh my goodness! I feel like I missed a movie that I really wanted to be on this list. Oh my goodness! Okay, so here's 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 what here's what we've got. Um, on my side of the bracket, we've got round one's going to be Friday Night Lights versus Happy Gilmore, The Karate Kid versus Undefeated, Moneyball versus I Tanya, and Invictus versus Warrior. For Ricky's side of the bracket, it's going to be Rocky versus The Replacement. Uh, wonder which one's going to win that one. The Wrestler versus Remember the Titans, Creed versus Peanut Butter Falcon, <laughs> The Fighter versus White Men Can't Jump. Man, y'all be. The Do you one... have a list of like, uh, your top, you know, in a row, like your top like ten to fifteen in a row? Uh, I could I could get you to ten pretty easily. Um, I okay. had I had a list of just backups, just ready to go. Basketball was gonna be on my list. I love that movie. It's one of the funniest movies ever made, and. It doesn't get talked about I enough. I love that. So, uh, so your number one was Rocky. What was your number two? Number two is a wrestler. Okay. And then what was your number three? Creed. The it's it's exactly how it got listed is exactly how my top eight is. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't steal any of yours. No, you didn't steal. No, well, yeah, you stole. I'm sorry, you stole one of mine. Sorry, yes, you did. You stole Moneyball. Moneyball. And that was what number? That would have been number four for me. Okay, cool. Just for the website. To to be honest Um, with you, to be honest with you, I'll throw it out here real quick for you. To be honest with you, Creed would not have been so high had I not been worried about you stealing it. Um, The two movies I was worried, kind of getting... Okay, so this probably wouldn't have been listed exactly how I had it. But at the same time, 
I know we're playing a battle of a game against each other to try to figure out what movies we can steal from each other. So for me, obviously, Rocky is number one. That's that's a no hands down question. That's the best. I mean, it's you know, I've I've called it American Dream movie. I mean, it's just it's the best sports movie ever made. It's, you know, you know, sorry, I know you were talking, but no, I just fine. wanted to go off on a little tangent. I mean, Rocky to me is like that's what every sports movie nowadays is kind of based off of. You know, Rocky's that one movie where you can't like you can't watch it and be like, oh, there are those, you know, genre cliches that come up in every sports movie because Rocky's the sports movie that started all of those um, and what everything tried to kind of copy. It, it is. And they, they it's that inspirational. Uh, to me, it's one of the greatest screenplays ever written. It's. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like they, we talk about you talk about all the time about how if there was one movie you could go back in time and watch in theaters, this would be one of them. Like for me, this would be top three or four because my mom, my my dad and my mom told me stories about how they went and saw this in theaters, and when you know when the the big moments happen, you have people just. Avenger style, standing on their seats, jumping for joy, screaming and yelling, you know, hoping Rocky wins, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, you know, you, I would love to experience that for the first time in my life inside a theater with a bunch of people that were rowdy and loud and excited and ready just to engulf themselves in that film. You know what I mean? That's one of those style films. And it, it's yeah, just, no, I agree. It, um, it's beautiful. It's sorry, a it's, it's it's a great film, and what they did with Creed, Sylvester Stallone losing that Oscar is still one of the biggest travesties that it's ever happened because he probably should have won one for Rocky at some point in his life, Play, portraying Rocky, not writing obviously, but for portraying Rocky, and he had that opportunity, and they really just they really just took that away from him, and I'm still kind of mad about that because. I'm um, no offense to uh, Mark Rylance. His performance wasn't all that grand, anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. Him losing that was so devastating, especially because I mean, when you really think about it, Creed. All Creed is is what Rocky Five was kind of supposed to be, just with so much more fleshed out and so much better. Um, and I completely agree. I mean, the movie's just incredible. It was going to be up there, but I got Rocky and Creed stolen. So, um, you know, for me, I'm actually going to go through and give you my kind of top 15 just because I want you to see kind of how how wild everything got. So my number one was Rocky, two Friday Night Lights, three Karate Kid, four Moneyball, five was The Wrestler, six was Invictus, seven was Warrior, eight was Itania. So that was supposed to be my top eight. Um, and then after that, I just kind of threw them all in. Um, I actually had Foxcatcher on here. Um, and that's the one where I was kind of like on the verge of actually putting it in, but I just didn't think enough mo- people had actually seen the movie. Um, Borg vs. McEnroe was on here. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's in it. It's in- incredible. Uh, probably one of the best, if not the best, the best tennis movie I've ever seen. Um, Ali was on here and Miracle was on here. Um, but that was kind of my top 15. It just sucked. I had one, two, three, three stolen within like the first like two rounds or the first three rounds or whatever. 
Yeah, for me, there's a couple other ones that I had on my list. Um, Major League's fantastic. I love that film. Um, a League of Your Own's uh, really good. Mr. Baseball's really good. Goon's fantastic. Um, we Are Marshall. Um, I love that film a whole lot. That that almost mm-hmm. borderline made my list. It's a fantastic film. Um, but that's some of the other ones that were on my list. A lot of these films are personal to me. Like White Man Can't Jump, I love that film. I love that film so much. I've watched that film so many times, and it makes me happy. I mean, being being a white man that cannot jump, it's very, <laughs> it's very powerful to me. <laughs> exactly, and and for me, it's such a it's such a good movie. It really was, though. Like, I don't know. I really love that movie a whole lot. The fighter, the fighter is. It's a phenomenal film. It, it, it's great. Uh, it's Christian Bale gave a mind blowing performance in that. Um, I love that film a whole a whole lot. I've been wanting to rewatch The Wrestler for I don't know probably five years now. I need to finally get around to it. Maybe if it maybe if it gets up there to the race of 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 watching it. And I think that's what we're gonna do. This is I, I have I like this idea. We kind of did this with Social Network, but. It, I think when it comes down to both of our final twos, we'll rewatch both our final twos. I'll watch your two, you watch my two, and we kind of – I mean, A, that's an excuse to probably end up watching Rocky again. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but um, – And B, maybe maybe you can watch Happy Gilmore if it comes down to it. Yeah, um, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. If it, if it does come down to the final two, if it, if it beats Friday Night Lights, um, you know – I will say, and not to dive any further deep onto this, but when you said um, Karate Kid, first off, I, I'm, I'm a I like Karate Kid, but it's it's not that good of a film. It's not even, I mean, is it really even a sport? But that's beside the point. Um, the funny thing about it is, though, when you said that you were talking about, uh, I don't even remember Jody J J J D whatever his name is, Will Smith's kid. We'll go with that. I literally, oh, I, I saw red. I did. I'm not going to lie to you guys here on the podcast. I've been very transparent and very honest about a lot of things when it comes to movies. But I almost literally was going to find a new podcast partner. I really, my heart was hurt. <laughs> I was, I saw red. I, I thought I was going to have to go online and block him and then change all the passwords to the Music City Drive-In stuff just because he was going to be dead to me. So, um, <laughs> but the biggest one I'm mad about, I'll be, I'll be honest, the biggest one I'm mad about that you stole from me is Moneyball. Moneyball is, is another one of those films. Well, I'm... What? You're mad because I stole I'm literally all of my you, movies. <laughs> well, I'm mad that you stole The Wrestler because leading up to it, I'm pretty sure Ricky did nothing but bash that movie <laughs> for like the few days leading up to this that we talked about this so i said okay i feel like i confidently have the wrestler put in there then he comes out with the as his number two. Oh my which... god i'm so mad i forgot a movie too oh man i forgot ready to rumble that's a fantastic movie <laughs> i wouldn't have been in my top eight but it's just a wrestling movie that made me think of i the thing about it is is I, I wasn't sure where you were going with your thing. Like we were talking about it, and I thought you were low key, low balling me on Remember the Titans. So I kind of had it high at first, but then I was like, let me get myself in the mind of Jacob. And so I did. And then I was like, I know how much he loves Rocky. I know how much I love Rocky just as much as you do. So like I've, I knew it. You know what I mean? The wrestler though, it, 
the wrestler is very Rocky esque. It, it it is the wrestling version of Rocky. You know what I mean? It, it very much. It's so. literally it's literally the wrestling version of like the end of it's like Rocky Balboa, but yeah, better for sure, for sure, for sure. I like Balboa, but um, I liked all the Rocky movies. But that's beside the point. We're <laughs> totally going down a bad rabbit hole right now, folks. So <laughs> Jacob is going to have the polls up as soon as this podcast is posted. Um, so be on the lookout for those. Go ahead and vote. And like you said, we're going to separate them. Um, and then we're going to have the final winner of them all at the end, which will probably be me because I have Rocky. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. but folks, do us a favor. Head on over to Twitter. Um, give Jacob a follow at MCDI underscore Jacob. Give myself a follow at Ricky Blair underscore. Go head on over to Geek Vibe Nation. Those guys pump out articles left and right. It's kind of crazy the dynamic that those guys have over there. Um, do us a favor. Head on over to Twitter and give Cody a follow at Cody Howell. And um, until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Drive safe.